Well, that's me. Oh, that's me. new. <laughs> Hold on. That is new. That's very new. Uh, what the freak? Welcome to the latest episode of BJ and Coffee, and uh, apparently we're being recorded. Thank you, Zoom. I have to look at my settings now. <laughs> I was like, what the? Confirm recording. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I All I got on this end was this meeting is being recorded. I'm like, okay, we know this. You know, I got a, I got this meeting being recorded and then hit confirm. I'm like, what the hell? I didn't get confirmed because I was the one that started the recording. Um, so anyway, welcome to the next episode of BJ and Coffee. That's Bill. I'm Jim. I am drinking our sponsor Death Wish Coffee tonight. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm still on my Pure Life Tea. Pure uh, Leaf Tea. They are not a sponsor by any means. The only tea I'll be on later is THC. <laughs> Oh, you're not I learned that, the, that one episode. You're, you're, you're not gonna hurt the. Yeah, I listened to that today, and I was like, "Oh my god, Jim was fucking so high." Oh, I was. I was. Oh my god. I'm like, this was horrid. That guy. I, I don't. You I couldn't don't. even get. You could not get a sentence out. Anything you read. Nope. I was like, you dinging my. But you know, I openly admit that's why for me it's just a you know before bed or at night thing. I, I'm not one that uses it during the day. I'm good with that. Um. I'm okay with that, but let me get the housekeeping out of the way. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash BJ and coffee. We are on Twitter at coffee underscore BJ. We're on YouTube. Just do a search for BJ and coffee and you can find us. And you can email us at BJ and coffee at gmail.com. And if you missed it that round, don't worry. I'll say it again at the end. I think we'll see when I get there. <laughs> as long as he hasn't hit a freaking hit off his large bong. No, no, the bong is not in here right now. Well, that's I got, good. Puka, I got a blunt. I might have a uh, bowl laying around. <laughs> Going to try not to hit any any one of them while he's doing the podcast today. Absolutely correct, sir. Um, <laughs> he but, learned his oh, lesson. Here we go. Non-sponsor, Death Wish Coffee. Oops. There we go. That works. Yes, no. I got that sticker around here somewhere. I just don't know where. <laughs> my day doesn't start right if I don't have some it's, of that. My my. Vein. It's been a it's been a busy last two weeks, and I'm still not done this week because all day Friday I will be at the racetrack, and all day Saturday I'll be at the racetrack. Oh, I'm yeah. I say we're down one person at work, and uh, we're about to be down two. And the second one's our overnight guys. So, yeah, it's going to get real interesting for a minute. Um, and the wife's got to take my truck to work on Friday. <laughs> Have you seen the sticker on the back of my truck? Uh, I have a feeling it's probably something that's very redneck Republican. Nah, it just says fuck Biden on it. Redneck Republican, like I said. And it's got a, <laughs> and it's got a bullet for an antenna, and she works at a very liberal company. Ah, uh, you know. <laughs> you know, who pays our bills <laughs> she's like she's like you know what fuck it i don't give a fuck I'm like, all right I'm like that's how you do it i'm like let me get one for your truck she goes no <laughs> oh no let's see let's swap out my batteries here while we're talking um so yeah sorry we missed you guys for i think it was two weeks now um Schedules are crazy, obviously, as you can tell. Uh, I'm still full-time with the wife at the, the, the shop and almost full-time towing, too. So, I'm yeah. <laughs> I am working, spending time with the family, wife, kids, grandson. And I've also got back into my old hobby that I stepped away from for a while of actually working on race cars again. I was so, saying- Last week was literally, I was at the shop every fucking night. Uh, and I think it was last Thursday, I was there until 11 o'clock at night. So I was dead ass tired. Dude, I hear you. I, I leave I leave the house by 7.30, six days a week to get up to the shop and work there during the day. Um, I'm usually at the towing job by quarter to four so I can be ready to go do my truck inspection. And I'm there till between 10 and 11 at night, sometimes later if we're busy. Um, Monday, I didn't get out till Monday. I was supposed to get out at 10. I didn't get out till almost 11. Yeah. And it's been a little bit crazy. 
Not to but, mention I have a full house right now. But last Saturday was actually a, our first race. We missed the first week. Um, made it the second week. Nice. Got the car ready to go all week long. Uh, got there for practice. Ran amazing lap times. At the first practice, anyways. <laughs> second practice went downhill real quick. We don't know what the hell happened. Well, actually, we did. The For some reason, every single wheel bearing and every single hub on the car loosened up somehow. That'd be bad. And I still can't under, don't understand how they loosened up, but they did. <laughs> and we took every single freaking hub off the car, retightened everything. And then next thing you know, the rear end did not want to go back together the way it was supposed to. So we actually missed time trials and qualifying. Damn. And we went a lap down in our heat race. So we ended up starting rear in the feature. We made it from 20th to 7th by the end. And uh, it was a good night for us, actually, at the end. That's not, that's not bad, though. No, yeah, no, we were, we, we, were actually, we were actually happy that, uh, you know, we actually finished where we did and now this weekend we have our we have our big race this weekend our, our spring classic since we the track didn't run in 2020 because of covid so they are trying to keep their record books uh accurate and not missing a year yep. of the big you know 200 lap race for super modifieds and 75 lap race for our class so they're trying to keep their books accurate. So they actually took classic from last year and added it to this year's spring race. Uh, and so now we're running two classics. So now this weekend we're running classic for, for what was supposed to be last year, but couldn't run it because of, because of COVID. Gotcha. So, so now we're running classic this weekend. And then we have a weekend, we have a weekend off again. And then we go back to full-time regular racing. And then at the end of the year, we go back to doing classic all over again. So, Damn. But we were happy with the car. We didn't touch a thing at all this week. We just went in. We took the body off. We cleaned it. Um, we noticed we did have one wheel bearing that did go bad. So, of course, we had to change wheel bearings. That's um, not, well, I don't know how it is on your car. I know on my car, changing a wheel bearing wasn't horrible. So, it's But that's our, my personal car I'm talking about. Ours aren't too bad, but there's little freaking springs you got to take out and shit like that so you can actually change them and shit. It's a pain in the ass. Gotcha. Um, but uh, we found a wheel bearing that did go bad, and we changed that. Everything else was great in the car. We scaled it, and we're ready to go this weekend. So we're hoping we're back at this better lap times because we went with a different setup this week. Excellent. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, I need a we. I I need a luck I can get. <laughs> I just well, moved, I just moved up to crew chief this weekend. Nice. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll fill you in on what's going on over here once we're done recording, because that doesn't need to go on a podcast. Um, uh, sounds good. I've just been working and working and working a hell of a lot. Um, like I said, we're down one and about to be two at work. So it's picking up extra shifts to help out. And I mean, the, the extra and the paycheck's nice. Don't get me wrong, but damn, I'm tired. <laughs> and I'm still trying to crank out a cooking video every week. I... <laughs> I got home last night around uh, 11 and sat down and started editing what I had recorded on Monday. By the time I finished that, got it uploaded. Um, and for anybody that's interested, cookingwiththecooldad.com. That's where it's all at. Um, got it all uploaded and shared and where it had to be and posted and everything. I went to bed around 2 o'clock this morning. I was up by 6. I'm like, oh. Yeah, cookingwiththecooldad.com, but we don't have a... We don't have a- website yet for our podcast no not yet what the hell's wrong with you <laughs> you lazy fuck no i'm just kidding <laughs> wait a second you're talking to the guy who works as wait a second last week i worked 97 hours between the two <laughs> and that's pretty much going to be the going number of hours each week hey, for the foreseeable I, future i i did send you a picture of your brand new your tow truck uh, or video of your your new tow truck <laughs> that they need to order for you. <laughs> like actually, I'm like I saw that video and I'm like I gotta send this to Jim. I was actually working on getting the 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 cooking video re-edited for TikTok uh, right before we started this. So yeah, that's what I I was like trying to get it done. I like to get it out there too because hey, why not? It's extra visibility. I I, uh, I saw that video today and I'm like, hmm, Jim's now a tow truck driver. I'm like, you know what? I gotta send this to him. True. Um, I was like, I'm sure he wouldn't, I'm sure he wouldn't mind him 
busting <laughs> me busting his balls once. Oh no, that's fine because honestly, doing some off road recoveries like that'd be pretty cool. I'd be down for that. <laughs> <laughs> you need a tow truck to get that there first. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. So let let's just drop into some news and see what the hell's going on. Um, I'm going to save that for later because it's like positive news. Uh, so David Chipman, who is President Biden's nominee for the director of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, other known as the ATF or the Gestapo, depending on who you're asking, uh, has said at his confirming hearing on Wednesday, he supports banning the AR-15. Now. I'm just going to say one thing. If they specifically ban the AR-15, that is one model of semi-automatic rifle. Because the AR-15 is the Armalite Rifle 15. Armalite Rifle Model 15. That is exactly what that is. It is one model of one rifle. Period. Everybody wants to take anything that looks like that and say it's an AR-15. Now, I remember back when they first came out, everybody called them M-16s because that was the military version that it was based off of and it improved on, actually. Um, So I'm curious to see what he's going to try to do. I have a funny feeling, though, that it's going to cause more issues than it resolves. Well, I'll just put it this way. If that's the case and he wants to ban semi-automatic rifles... Out of my cold, dead hands. Hey, man, I get it. Because that's a semi-auto. Yep. And no, it's not loaded. Well, that's not a rifle, though, either. Technically, actually, because it's a semi-auto now, the, technically, they're actually trying to actually make it so it's actually classified as a fucking rifle. <laughs> yeah, that, that no. just. <sighs> but I'm tired of the list. I'm ready to take and, you know have my war with my kids later too if i really need to <laughs> <laughs> oh shit couldn't help it guys sorry <laughs> well, <laughs> like any, well i mean if you really want to get down with it silent and just as deadly <laughs> so. well this this has even got this has even got a cool chainsaw feature on it you know you just pull the little cord and this little thing spins at the end you know <laughs> I, I just have a visual of you walking up to an ATF agent in full battle gear. The guy just looking at you going like dunk, dunk, dunk. Oh, like, oh my god, you gotta edit this later and put it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I I I can't. I guarantee that would get a bunch of fucking likes and follows. Oh, shit. Uh, I thought you'd like that one. I'm like, oh, I got one of my kids' guns. I'm like, I was hoping you're leading off with it, too. (laughs) Um, Let's see. I'm just trying to see if there's anything. uh, uh, Let's see. Let's try to see if there's anything else. uh, I got oh, one. He's got a lot of there's a lot of back push or pushback, obviously, from the GOP side, because uh, as uh, to quote Senator Charles Grassley of Iowa, uh, he's misled the public on modern sports rifles and condemned the or and it is expressed the significant quote contempt. To, uh, hang on. Sorry. Let me start that over. I knew where I was going. I was trying to figure it out as I went, though. Uh, he argued that Chipman has misled the public on modern sports rifles and condemned the, quote, contempt to which he seems to view ordinary Americans who buy and carry firearms. Yeah. Because, you know, the people don't need to be armed. No, it's a way for, you know, I hate to I, say it, but it's a way for the Democrats to take and control all of us. I actually saw a very solid reply to this earlier. And I was on TikTok, of all places, a British... TikTok, a British creator said, I don't understand what the issue is with gun control. And it was stitched in with an American saying, that's because in 1776, we bucked gun control to make sure that we didn't make sure that what people in the UK thought didn't make the damn bit of difference to us anymore. Basically, 
I'm parsing it a bit there, but well, I, I was I was reading I was reading an article on uh, the UK and a lot of uh, countries there, um, and and they've got gun control. And when they did their gun controls, excuse me, they uh, they saw a high violence rate go up. Oh yeah, um, when you remove anytime you do something like that, where you remove the people's ability to defend themselves from the criminal element, you will always see a massive spike in violent crime because the criminals now know that they have unarmed targets to take on. Um, why is it that places like Chicago, where they have the strictest gun laws, have the highest incidence of violent crime? Because they know that most of the people cannot defend themselves. Hang on. Hey! Enough! Sorry. We're good now. Well, and, and uh, there was also another study that, that uh, had, had came out uh, back when President uh, Biden was mentioning gun control and banning the AR a few months back that people that generally even have signs out front or have something where it says we support the second amendment, your house is less likely to get broken into by someone because they don't know if you're packing heat or not. Exactly. So there you go right there. I mean, you know, I, my wife works in it, and I've said this many times, works in a very democratic, uh, controlled um, building, per se, or company, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Um, this is a woman there that uh, I was on the phone one day with, with Lisa, and I was talking about, you know, getting my gun, and she had me on speakerphone. And her, the one coworker that she works with had spoke up and goes, freaking these Republican rednecks with guns. <laughs> And I mean, she's not far off, but hey, <laughs> and and she goes, I don't get points of why people got to have guns. I think they're all they want to do is just take and kill people. No, no, no. And then the funny thing is, well, the reason why I'm going with the story, she went to Las Vegas. Yep. She came back and she looked at me and she looked at my wife and she goes. She goes, you know what? I like guns. I'm like, huh? <laughs> she goes, yeah, I like guns. She goes, I went to Vegas. I went to one of those rental places where you can rent and shoot any gun, you know, for the day. I'm looking forward to that in a couple of weeks. I'm not going to lie. She, she came back and she goes, I see why people like guns. <laughs> I was like, and I looked at her and I said, welcome to the club. <laughs> but Actually, and that's all it takes if you can change one democrat's mind on a gun it i think would be we would be in a better place than what we are today well and here's the thing it's and anybody and i'm going to go back to my my cooking site again because that's one of the things i talk about in almost every video is is it cooking food making food yourself it puts more into it. And when people sit down around a table with food you've made from the heart with, you know, with love and care and everything else that goes into it. And you start talking, I would say, if you get people with different viewpoints, sit down, you might not change somebody's mind, but you could. But by the same token, when you guys are done talking, you both got a wider view of the world because, you know, we, we may have different opinions on something, but after we talk about it now, I've seen what your side has to say. You see what my side has to say. Absolutely. And, and now I'm not saying we've necessarily changed each other's mind, but we've had the opportunity to see what else is out there. And we can be like, Hey, you know, I'm thinking on this. Maybe I'm a little more open into this concept now, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. So, I mean, and that's what I've always talked about is it, 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 the more we talk, the better we can make the world is really, you know, I, you know, I, I challenge not even challenge you know anyone that wants to take you don't like guns i'll tell you what get a hold of me i'll be glad to take you shooting and if i change your mind in the long run welcome to the club (laughs) well i i will say though 
hop on uh hop on youtube at some point and um just look for gun gun fail videos compilations and some of the people obviously have a have no clue how to use a firearm properly and b are not being shown the proper way to use it it's hysterical but the problem is these people will never understand anything other than their very narrow view on things about how it's a horrific thing because nobody's taking the time to show them how to use it properly. Now, if somebody doesn't show you how to use a hammer properly, you're going to think it's the useless piece of fucking wood and metal and you Absolutely. never buy one. But if somebody shows you how to use it, it becomes a useful tool that can fix a lot of things. They Absolutely. Can stuff with. I mean, and it's a, a firearm is really no different at all. Absolutely. Um, it, it's a shame that there's people in this world that think that guns are just an evil, 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 evil thing. And, and you know, and they're not an evil. Oops. Uh, what, the wife I, let you have your balls back out of her purse? No, I didn't know she had a bracelet on my desk <laughs> and I kind of broke it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I, gotta, um, I gotta hide this. There you go. <laughs> to the closet. How <laughs> <laughs> um, I get in there? I don't know. And, and another, we're going we're to come back to New York on this concept, too, because New York has some of the, as a state, has some of the strictest gun laws in the nation. And the thing is, yeah. here in the city of Syracuse, the it's not even gun violence that's an issue, per se. I mean, it's an issue, yes, but not... It, it's an issue, but it's not as bad as what people make it out to be because it, a lot of it is... I mean, you open up right now a browser for news in Syracuse, and it hasn't been usually a shooting. Uh, if it's not a shooting for the... If it's not a it, shooting for the day, it's it's more of a stabbing for the day. There's, there's a lot more stabbings than shootings right now. I mean, Monday night... Um, a 13-year-old girl was stabbed to death by a 16-year-old in the city of Syracuse. I mean, what the actual fuck? You know, what's that? Uh, a week ago, a 14-year-old here in our small little village uh, stabbed a 19-year-old. Yeah. I mean, is this going to be, you know, being taken away next by state knife, which I got to take out and put in the sink? Um, but it, it, exactly. I mean, you, you're going to take away one thing, and... The thing is, is here's the thing. You take away, you take away an AR-15. A company's going to come out with another gun like the AR-15. And guess what? What are you going to do then? Okay. Ban that too? Hang on a second. Let me see if I can. Uh... Which they're already actually, believe it or not, there already is companies out there right now that are actually making guns that are similar to an AR-15. Um, I'm not, you know what? I'm not even going to throw their name out there because they're not a sponsor or anything like that. But um, I, I, I've done a little bit of homework. I've heard other podcasts that talk about the Second Amendment, and they're sponsored by a few, you know, rifle companies. And the one, this one rifle company I talked to, they make guns. Uh, they started their business pretty much in a in their uh, garage, and uh, like two decades ago. Okay. And, and they're making semi-automatic rifles that are military. They're they're pretty much almost military grade. They don't send a gun out to a customer unless it's 100% perfect and accurate. Okay. Hang on one second. If you get an AR-15 in 22 caliber, it functions exactly the same as this Ruger 10-22. The actual function of the weapon is identical but it looks a lot different it's well yeah because the stock different. because you got to look because you look at that the whole stock is different yes and that's that's all it is it's cosmetics it's, that, it's it's like it's this right here this is a 12 gauge yep semi-auto yep it's the same pretty much the same thing just it's a 12 gauge shotgun it just doesn't have a pistol grip Exactly. Now you can buy the shotgun. <laughs> you can you can buy shotguns that have that hold that have mags. You can buy shotguns that have the pistol grip. The Stevens, the, I believe it's the Stevenson's twenty gauge or twelve gauge uh, shotgun is a pistol grip. 
It is a pump. It's a pump. Uh, it's a pump. And I do believe they do carry it in semi. I, I'd have to go back and look. I haven't really paid attention in it. But it has a pistol grip on it. Okay, hang on. Now, if you change the configuration, now mechanically, what I'm about to show you is identical to what I just showed you. But you change the configuration of the stock and such. Yep. And oh, it looks so nasty now. And, and really, it doesn't. I mean, to me, it, it's the same thing. Oh, to people that know better, it's the same thing. But to some of these idiot politicians, they're, that makes all the difference. It doesn't matter that it, mechanically it's identical. Mechanically, it's, 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 it's the same thing. The cosmetics show it. The only okay. thing that's different, that bump stock in your pistol grip does give you that's a better a accuracy. Bump, it's not a bump well, stock. Yeah, not the bump stock. I'm sorry, but the, the shoulder. An adjustable stock. Oh, is, is it? Yeah, okay. So the adjustable stock, I'm sorry, I apologize. The adjustable stock and the pistol grip and, okay, that had what looked like to be a 30-round mag. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's in 22, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it, the the pistol grip in the bump stock, believe it or not, gives you more accuracy. That's all it does. Adjustable stock. Adjustable stock, yes. Sorry. Bump stocks are illegal. But anyways, yes. I mean, even adjustable or non-adjustable stocks. Okay. Well, With a pistol you, grip. You can extend it a little bit so you can get a yes. better grip on it. Yes, exactly. And all that is for is accuracy. Exactly. That's all it is. Now, all it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to really piss some people off, I think. Judging a firearm like that by cosmetics is just another form of racism. Because... What is it? You're judging it by how it looks, not by how it works. That's like judging a person by the color of their skin, not by how they contribute to society. Absolutely. No different. No different. So anybody that wants to think Democrats support minorities, I call bullshit. Because if they're going to judge a firearm like that, they're going to judge people like that, too. Sorry, that's just, it's going to be that way. Absolutely. I 100% agree with you on this one because, and that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what they're doing. It's no different than having my 12 gauge with a pistol grip on it. And it's actually illegal in New York State because of the unsafe act. Uh, actually, no, because I actually owned one. Oh, nice. You can still buy the Stevensons with a pistol grip on it. Because I, it's in pump action. There is a God. I think the only thing right now that's 12. Um, there is a an AK style semi-auto shotgun that takes box mags. And it's 12 gauge and I want it. <laughs> yes, I just actually saw that on the something guns. Yeah. They have them there. They're like 300 and something dollars. <laughs> I want one too. I'm like, I want. <laughs> the wife looks at me and she goes, Don't you already have a gun? I'm like, Yeah, but that one's nice. See. <sighs> Never mind. I'm not. I I, <laughs> I looked at her, I looked at her, I'm like, I looked at her, I'm like, you don't love me. <laughs> um but you know and like i said the, the problem is it's not a firearm problem it is a a cultural issue where people yes. are no longer taught that you know to respect anything other than they, they don't even respect themselves there's no respect taught anymore i grew up you know my parents when yeah, I, we had we, this we, we I, were taking we were taught how to shoot the firearms my parents own and we were taught to respect we didn't touch them a without my parents saying to get to do it, and B anytime we touched it, it was assumed it was loaded. Yes. It was pointed at the ground or at your target. That was it. Yes, uh, the same thing. You know, I teach my kids the same thing. I was taught the same thing when I was a kid. Finger does not go on the trigger. And now, if, if even the kids if I are coming, my BB pistol finger doesn't go on the trigger till I'm ready to shoot. Absolutely, and it's either aimed at the ground or at the target. Absolutely, because. You know, like I said, I've taught my kids, you know, even if you see my gun out, you don't touch it. You come get me. Even if it's yeah. a part, I don't care. You know, it, it, if I walk away from it, which I never walk away from my gun, never walk away from it when it's out. But if for some reason I had to go up and take a fucking really bad piss and I know it's there, you know, my kids be like, good. He left the gun out. Uh, I had to pee. It's okay. It's not loaded. You know, but 
that's the thing. Like my one, I can take right now, tell him, be like, hey, grab my shotgun. The first things he say is, is it loaded? Nope. Is the safety on? Yep. What is with the emoji? Are you that, are you, are you that bored? That must have been like, they must have updated Zoom. <laughs> it's like stuck on my fucking screen. Now it's off. Yep. <clears throat> but anyways, you know, it, it, it's called teaching your kids right from wrong when it comes to firearms. Yep. It really does. Well, I, I mean, honestly, it's teaching your kids right from wrong, period. Uh, not just fire. Why do we have a 13 year old getting killed, stabbed to death by a 16 year old? Because somebody didn't teach them. Now, and here's the thing everybody wants to whine and cry about this, but how, you know, what, a month or so ago when um, the officer shot the female that was trying to stab somebody, everybody blew a fit about it. Yep. I mean, yeah, here we have. This is what would have happened if he hadn't pulled the trigger. What if? What if that? What if that? What if that female, for some reason, grabbed a pistol that her father owned? Let's let let's let let's let's change the scenario on this real fast, Jim. What if her father, her 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 uh, foster father, right, was a was an officer, was a police officer, comes home from work, sets his gun, you know, sets his his gun belt down. You know, not thinking anything of it. You know that kids aren't going to touch my gun. I uh, know it's for work. I, okay, I still wouldn't trust like that. Well, well, no, I, I, I'm just saying. Well, let, let's play the scenario out. So he sets the gun down. You know, they're doing their thing. You know, and next thing you know, she goes out there and starts shooting. You know, trying to shoot these fucking uh, these other teenagers. Yep. What? What then? What? What would make it right for an officer to shoot? And that's the thing. It's protect and serve. You protect the majority at that point. You know, it's 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 coming down to this country is just going in the wrong direction, mm-hmm. big time going in the wrong direction. And and I, I hate to say it, but I, I blame it right now on Biden. Well, the problem has started a long time before Biden. I will say that. You know, it, in a way, you're absolutely right. But I think it's since Biden's gone in office, it's gotten worse. Well, you have to remember, too, though, that some of that is. How do I say this without sounding like a complete kook? Um, complete what? Kook. Oh, oh. Um, we're, we already know you are. So we're not worried about it. <laughs> well, I, I think that anytime you have a party in charge that wants to push an agenda, you will see suddenly see many more reasons popping up for them to justify that agenda, if that makes sense. Um, I, and that's what we're seeing right now. Now, the problem with kids is that started a long damn time ago with participation trophies and timeouts and, you know, the inability of schools to discipline kids Um when the teachers were at fault because the kids failed in class instead of the parents and the students, that's where that started. You and, know, it's, and it's going on more so today because because the, those kids are now parents. Well, and not just that, but the teachers today that just are pushing for these new narratives, and it's just going to get worse. Well, I mean, but again, and, and a lot of these new teachers that are pushing for this are those same particip- participation trophy kids? Absolutely, it started. That it started with. Absolutely, um, we got kids When we were kids, we were told if you didn't come in first, you got to work harder so you can. Now that you don't come in for that's okay. You still finished. That's okay. You still did a great job. That's okay. You'll still graduate from school. Yeah. What do you call the person who graduates at the bottom of his class in medical school? Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and the other thing is, is there was a study that came out a few weeks ago of public schools, and it showed that kids today graduating from public schools are reading. That was my phone. Uh, I know reading, mine's on silent. Yeah, I forgot to do it again. Are actually reading at a seventh grade reading level when they graduate. Yep. Because there's the teachers have no backup and all they can do is push them into the next class. 
Because I mean, if they don't, they get sued for it. It's it's sad. What's going on there? I show my phone. The, sound off. <laughs> you know, and until parents realize that they have a responsibility, it's not going to change. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's just gonna it's just gonna get worse. I mean, it's going to come down to my worry is is later on life, um, hopefully way before after my kids have kids. <laughs> is are they going to be are they going to be down to a fifth grade reading reading level yeah a fourth grade reading level the uh, i mean when they don't self, even they don't even teach kids in cursive anymore no it, like we have a whole generation <laughs> that can't read cursive can't drive a standard i mean it, it's ridiculous you know who you know what group can drive standards you and i well no in in this new generation the only people i found now i work towing so I deal with a lot of vehicles. The only people I found that drive standards anymore are either somebody that grew up as a wrench head, and they're usually pretty cool about things. And they don't call too often, unless they're in the middle of nowhere and got to get back to somewhere. And people that are into racing. And I don't mean like you're racing. I'm talking about street racing. Yeah, fuck that Those Man, people no. know how to drive a five a standard, a, trans, a manual transmission. Um, <laughs> well, I always love it. I show up, they're like, you know how to drive a standard? I'm like, <laughs> Dude, I grew up on a fucking standard. I grew up driving farm tractors. My first one, two, three, four, five vehicles were standards. Um, I honestly, if I if I could pick up a standard now, I would have a standard instead of an automatic. I prefer it. I'm I, the wish, same way. I wish our tow trucks were were standard transmission. But, I'm I'm the same way. I you know I mean, I, if I could have. A standard i'd rather have a standard over an automatic anytime any day um <clears throat> i never i mean i driven farm tractors and shit like that yep but i never driven a car until i was 21 years of age that was a standard and you know, how I, you know how i learned the guy who owned the car was fucking drunk as fuck and he goes you got to drive home <laughs> i was like uh, i never driven a standard in a car i've only driven one in a tractor before he goes you're gonna learn real fast Dude, when I was when I was a volunteer mm. firefighter way back in the day, one of my favorite trucks to drive was a 50, 55 or 56 Seagrave. Um, you had a double, it was a standard, it was like a, I think it was like a six or eight speed transmission. Um, you had a double clutch in and out. And yeah. uh, I'll tell you that thing was it took a minute to old. warm up, but once it was warmed up, that thing was a fucking bear. You couldn't stop it. Um but our, you know, our race cars are three speeds. I, I will say this. The one time I appreciate my automatic transmission is when I've got, when I'm, when my truck's loaded and I'm on a hill, I do appreciate it then. I will say, cause I've only got two feet, you know, the third one isn't quite long enough to reach that pedal to hold the brake. So I can hit the other foot on the gas, but. Well, you know, you got your vaccine now, so maybe, you know, maybe you'll grow a third one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting any bigger right now. <laughs> Oh, 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 there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, made, I made that joke the other day to one of my other friends. He goes, I uh he actually works at uh Ryder Truck Trucking Company and he uh he fuels uh, he uh manages the fuel island there and he goes, Oh, he goes, I'm fully vaccinated. I said, Oh, that's great. I said, I'm not. He speaks something, he goes, he goes, eh, he goes, I really didn't want to get it either, but my work made me get it. I was like, Oh, okay, that's cool. Here's the thing. If your work makes you get it, if you have any side effects, that's considered a worker's comp case. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Yep. That so, is so, I made, so I made a joke. He goes, he looks at me and he goes, well, I'm hoping I'm, I'm, he goes, I'm hoping that I don't grow a third eye or a third arm or something like that. I spoke up and I said, well, I'm like, well, if you grow a second dick, I said, man, he goes, I'm like, you could do porn. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> he there goes, many of those guys out there. He speaks up and he goes, God damn, he goes, I'd be a fucking millionaire. <laughs> yep, because there aren't that many of those guys out there. It does happen, very rarely, but it does happen. I was like, I'm thinking to myself, and I'm like, oh, we're just not right in the head. <laughs> nope. But, uh, oh, my, I, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm going to throw out some good news now, because I, I think this is kind of cool. Um. Australia is experiencing a very unique baby boom. Tasmanian devils have just been born in the wild on the continent's mainland for the first time since they disappeared there about 3,000 years ago. 
Uh, last year, conservationists released 26 of the adult carnivorous marsupials into a sanctuary at Barrington Tops, north of Sydney. It marked the first step in their attempt to establish a sustainable population of the endangered species, which has been decimated by illness in its remaining habitat on the island of Tasmania. They hope their efforts over a decade in the making would achieve similar success as the return of wolves to Yellowstone National Park in the U.S. in the 90s. There's so much at stake here. We've done everything we can, but if the devils don't breed, it's all over. Uh, Conservation Group Aussie Ark President Tim Faulkner said in a statement. Researchers have been studying the ferocious animals from afar since their release. This week, they celebrated the birth of seven Tasmanian devil joeys in the nearly 1,000-acre Barrington Wildlife Sanctuary. Rangers inspected the females' pouches and found the tiny joeys in perfect health. Uh, they plan to perform additional health checkups in the coming weeks. Tasmanian devils, which weigh up to 18 pounds full-grown and are not typically dangerous to humans. <laughs> I don't know. I watched Looney Tunes growing up. I might disagree with that. <laughs> um, disappeared entirely from the Australian mainland after the introduction of dingoes, a type of wild dog which hunt in packs. The remaining population on the island state of Tasmania has been devastated by a contagious and fatal disease known as devil facial tumor disease, which first struck in the mid-90s. It has killed around 90% of the population, and there are now fewer than 25,000 left. Having a population of devils away from the diseased landscape in Tasmania is crucial, Faulkner said. Conservationists are thrilled by the progress so far. Uh, this doesn't bode well for, uh, oh, this doesn't just bode well for this endangered species, but also for many other endangered species that can be saved if we, we if we rewild Australia, the country with the world's worst mammal extinction rate, said Don Church, president of the group Rewild. Um, so yeah, this is I mean, this is a huge thing. I, I I'll admit, I kind of I caught my attention because I grew up watching the Tasmanian Devil on Looney Tunes. And I realized that the real Tasmanian devils are really nothing like that. But no, they're still, actually really, they're actually really cute. Yeah, and it, it's I uh, want one. It, it's really an awesome thing to see that we kind of turned around some of the issues. Excuse me, like wildlife endangerment. Um, that that makes me pretty damn happy to see. You know, if we can. I mean, we brought the wolves back. We've got the eagles coming back. Now we got Tasmanian devils coming. They're kind of cute, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really not it. Hang on a second. Let me uh, <laughs> let me bring that back around. I'll show you a picture. I got one right here, actually. They're actually really cute. Oops, I see that. Um, actually, I have. Here we somebody, go. somebody not paying attention, they could be kind of almost like mistaken as a skunk with that white. Where'd it go? Okay, let me try it this way. <laughs> I was trying to open a picture in the story, but Tasmanian Devil images. I definitely want one. Okay, he looks a little grouchy, but we'll run with this one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Here we go. Share. <laughs> this is a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> uh, hang on. He looks um, a little grouchy. And let's see if I can find the picture, and I'll send it to you real fast, and then you can actually send it if it worked why didn't it work what the fuck uh i'm trying to find it oh here we oh no that's one that's got the okay here we go i found a cute one here you go he's cute <laughs> or she i can't tell don't ask me the gender of the motherfuckers i got no idea i don't know either <laughs> if you're listening to this you'll have to check it out on youtube and you can uh, see what we're sharing here <laughs> and send there i sent you one i sent you a photo on your text message i can't share well actually maybe i can hang on okay let me see if i can share screen 
Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Hang on a second. I might be able to figure this out. Um, screen mirror. Um, I'm trying to see. I might be able to. Nope. Done. Done. Settings. I'm trying to figure this out because. Oh, stream mirror. There we go. Well, say I could send it to you just in a. <clears throat> Do you have your Facebook up? Okay. Hang on a second. Oop, wrong one. There we go. So, okay. <laughs> Everybody that's watching, sorry about that. There we go. Hey, check that out. There you go. You got both Tasmanian devils. Actually, I might have to get that as a tattoo. That'd be cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. I saw that photo. I'm like, oh, I'll send this to you. Hey, I just figured out how to share shit from my phone on here, so I'm good with that. <laughs> what if my oh. phone does that? That gives me such a charge. What the fuck? My iPhone likes me when I plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, so keeping going with some good, yeah, good news, I guess. Uh, New York State Fair has uh, already released a, a list of um, concerts this year for the State Fair. Jimmy uh, Gort, everyone or no? Uh, let's see. Yes. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to be set up. I, I'm still trying to figure that out. But um, here's what we've got so far. Friday, August 20th, 8 p.m., and we have got Nas. Saturday the 21st, uh, time to be announced is Rat. On Sunday the 22nd at 8 p.m., we have the Brothers Osborne. Uh, Wednesday, August 25th at 8 p.m., REO Speedwagon. Thursday the 26th, the time to be announced is Three Dog Night. Friday the 27th at 2 p.m. is Sister Sledge. At 8 p.m. is Melissa Etheridge. Yeah, I got that one backwards. Uh, Saturday the 28th with a to-be-announced time is Vixen and Great White. That should be a good concert, too. Sunday, August 29th at 8 p.m., the one I am actually looking forward to because I missed it last year. Um, I, I really need to see how they're doing this because I want to get to this concert. Um, I'll come back around to the whys in a minute. I'll finish the list first. Dropkick Murphys at 8 p.m. on Sunday, August 29th. On Tuesday, the 30, August 31st at 2 p.m. is Oak Ridge Boys. 8 p.m. is Hailstorm. Really? Um, Wednesday, September 1st at 2 is Sheena Easton. You forgot um, one. But I'm just going by what they've got on the list here on Syracuse.com right now. Um, Wednesday, the 1st at 2 is Sheena Easton. Wednesday, the 1st to be announced the time is Blue Oyster Cult. And on Thursday, September 2nd, with a to-be-announced time, is Starship featuring Mickey Thomas. Syracuse just did an update <clears throat> August 21st at 2 p.m., 98 degrees. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, yeah, and uh, 400 and 98 degrees. Sorry, that's at the top. They didn't add it to the list here. Um, yeah, yeah, it was just added today. So I got to say, Dropkick Murphys, there's a reason why I'm stoked about that, because well, now four years ago, um, as of four years ago, I, I'm a huge DKM fan. I love their music. And for many years, I wanted to see them live, but because they generally play in smaller venues with lots of alcohol, I'm like, eh, not my crowd. I, I would not be comfortable watching unless I was so drunk, I wouldn't enjoy the show. So Four years ago, when they suddenly announced they were replacing somebody who had a dropout due to illness at the fair with Dropkick Murphys, I was super stoked, saw them live for the first time, had a blast, and they came back the following year 
super stoked again, made it to my second live concert for DKM and was planning on making it the third uh, our hat trick last year. But then, of course, the fair got canceled. So I'm super stoked. I can dig out my Dropkick Murphy's tour T-shirt and my kilt and my Doc Martens and uh, go again this year with my Death Wish coffee boot socks. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I'm like I said, I, I really want to see I got to look into how they're going to be doing it. But I really want to see these guys again because they're just such a great group with a great music and just a hell of a lot of fun to watch. Uh, they and they're the type that appreciate their crowd, and that to me is something important. <sighs> so I, I mean, honestly, I don't know if I got any use for the fair itself, but you know, um, New York State Fair, all tickets three dollars and midway returns, but will masks be required? Um. It'll be an outdoor event only. Buildings will be closed to the public except for bathrooms. Uh, restaurant row with its open air buildings and seatings will be opened. Crowds will be limited to 50% capacity, which means only 50,000 people on the fairgrounds at any given time. Um, <laughs> that's going to be interesting to see. So if you're looking to get milk, you're SOL. Yep. Um, if the... Um, now it says... If federal health officials are requiring that masks be worn outdoors by August 20th, then every fairgoer will have to wear a mask outdoors or will have to wear a mask. Um, as of now, fairgoers will not be required to show proof of vaccine. Those who aren't vaccinated will likely have to show proof of a recent negative test. So if you don't have to show proof that you've been vaccinated, you just walk in and say, I'm vaccinated? Honestly, I don't carry nothing on me like that. Fuck that noise. Um, this is not Germany in the 1940s. Anyway. Um, I, I agree 110%. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it's a shame that, like, it, even to go to, like, some of these places, they're requiring you to have, to show a vaccine or show you're 100% vaccinated. And... I just, I think it's wrong. I have yet to be asked for proof of vaccination when I walk in anywhere. So that's all I'm saying. I mean, it, it's just wrong what they're doing. <laughs> wrong for, a virus that, for a virus that currently is less than a third of a percent of fatal fatality rate. Just saying. Um, Absolutely. I don't see a hell of a lot else going on here. Um, bless you. Yeah, sorry, I guess. Yeah, I could tell. I heard that. <laughs> Some assholes talking shit behind your back again. <laughs> yep, it's called my eyes. <laughs> it's like, oh, yep. I got some gas going out of coming up here. Dude, look up fits in the tantrums. Because they can make your ass clap. Ass clap. <laughs> you watching way too much TikTok, dude. Oh, no. I came up with that one long before uh, you know anybody was making parodies on TikTok. Like, when I first heard that song, it's, I, I happened to be having a gassy day. And I was like, I was thinking, like, it's going, I can make your hands clap. Hands clap. And I'm thinking, I can make your ass clap. Ass clap. Taco Bell's theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that one video today. I I sent you. Know, I had to watch that ghost one from Gettysburg. Oh, did I sent you? Yeah. I had to watch that five times to actually see the actual movement in it. Oh, see, I caught that right off the bat myself. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I'm like, literally, you literally it see someone standing at the cannon, and next thing you know, walk across the field. Yep. It was. It almost looked like they were like firing the cannon. Yeah, and then moving away from it. Uh, makes, makes you wonder uh, I've always I mean I spent 24 years of my life working in EMS and, I, and I, I've always said that ghosts the concept of ghosts is not I don't disbelieve it by any stretch of the imagination because I'll tell you that I have had experiences where working on a patient you just know that that moment when it's not going to work and you just because you, you 
feel, you almost feel it. The, the energy in the room change and, I, and I'm not being all mystical. Uh, yeah, or, absolutely. But um, so when you really get down to it, I mean, what is it that makes us who we are? It's a bunch of electrical impulses in the, in the, the hardware. That's the brain. So it's electrical impulses. The, the law of conservation says that energy can't be created or destroyed. So that energy has to go somewhere. It has to translate to something. So why can't it translate into something that sticks around here and fuzzes back and forth? Just like lightning creates a channel to travel between the earth and the clouds. Why can't, you know, this energy that makes us in our brain, our, our spirit for lack, the ghost in the machine, for lack of a better way of putting it off, you know, without getting all religious and shit. Why can't that ghost in the machine create a track around the physical realm to continue existing after it exits the body? You know, and, and, and I, you know, I, I believe it because I've, you know, myself, I've seen aberrations. Um, I, I know someone's going to be like, oh, the, you're weird. You've never seen anything like that. Yeah, yes, I have. Um, I was with a bunch of my friends. I think I was, God, I was like 18 at the time. Uh, we were all just hanging out, going out on a joyride and shit. And there's this one place here in uh, New York State. Um, actually pulling new york actually there's a road out there called military road yep the road actually was used during the civil war i believe it was civil war french indian war and the revolutionary war uh was used to actually uh by the military to actually uh bring supplies back and forth um it also was a battleground at one point and there was things on that road that are just that you've seen on that road that are just unexplainable. Tell them large Marge sent you. Yeah. yeah really. <laughs> Sorry. But, but yes, you know, you've, you've seen, you see shadows, you've seen, you know, uh, to this day, I, I still don't understand how my buddy's truck freaking actually shut off because literally the battery was drained dead. Um, and it was a brand spanking new battery and a brand new alternator in that truck. And, uh, there was nothing special about it. And it just, it, it went, died. It literally died. It wouldn't restart. What the freak are you doing? Hold on one second. Hold on a second. Oh God. I had to look it up. Oh. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Oops, there it is. <laughs> oh, God. I'm skipping for a little bit. <laughs> I could not resist that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's just there's things on that road are just a lot of it's unexplainable. Shadows, orbs, you know, and, and according to folk tales that you know the men are still buried there that you know were that were killed during the war. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. So yeah, it, like I said, it's all. Like I said, there's a lot. I think there's just a lot that we are not yet ready to understand. So someday we'll understand it. I mean, look at if you went back 100 years ago, so 1920, and said that you and I could sit a mile away from each other and talk like we were in the same room and see each other doing it, they would have said, you're fucking crazy. And they would have put, in, they would have put you in a nut house for sure back in the yes. 1920s. Yeah, but look, at here we are. You would have been, you would have, you would have, you would have been going through shock therapy. Yeah. And not only could we talk like this, but we could set it up so that for the days and years and decades afterwards, other people could see, you know, see us like they were in the room with us too. Man, oh yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, I, you ever, you ever heard of the name Utica Cribs? No. Look it up. Utica what? cribs you like cribs like a baby sleeps in yeah 
Oh. That was from the Utica Same Asylum. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Show that picture to the show well, the picture I, and, ex- and describe to them what you're seeing. Um, I'm going to do one better. I'm going to open image a new tab. And zoom a bit. Now let's share that shit. So y'all can have the scarring. I'll give a little backstory on this too. Go with the backstory. Okay, so Utica Cribs were actually used in the Utica Sand Asylum. Uh, So that's how they got the name Utica Cribs. Um, They're actually a crib that was actually meant for adults to use for insane insane people. Um, As we all know, back back in that day, they were not, uh, you know, nobody knew what mental health was like, you know, what today, like what today is. So somebody who was mentally challenged would be placed in one of these cribs. Uh, Hence the name Utica Cribs because they were invented in Utica. They were made in Utica. Uh, That's Utica, New York, in case anyone knows. So, but uh, that's exactly what a Utica crib was. And believe it or not, they actually had hay in them for bedding. Yep. Um. You can actually type in Utica Cribs on any Google search uh, or any search bar that you engine you may use. And actually, you'll actually see what a person looked like actually sleeping in one of those. Um, and they were actually closed and locked in there. It's crazy. They also do um, shock therapy there, too. Yes. Hang on one second. It's, it's very weird what the, you know, it literally it's a crib. With what looks to have a door, a uh, you know, a door with a latch on it, uh, hinges um, from the top, actually, not from the sides. Yep. So anyone that's listening to us and doesn't watch this, you know, go over and watch this on YouTube. I'll tell you right now, you, you'll be amazed what this looks like. Now, talking about mental health, I'm going to play something real quick. We we don't need the uh, the video for it. I'm going to play the audio because this is this really hit me the other day when I saw this, and it's on. Um, it's on TikTok, and I actually duetted it because it's so damn true. Let's talk a little bit about Generation X, the generation so terrifying they couldn't even give it a fucking name. So Generation Xers were raised in a very interesting period of time. They were raised by baby boomers, so they, they knew a very older and maybe kind of feral way to exist and live their life. But then they were also old enough, so when the internet and a lot of new technology started coming out, they also knew a lot more. So they had this kind of ability to cherry pick the best traits of baby boomers and millennials, which makes them some of the most dangerous fucking people in the world. Most of the Gen Xers I knew either went to the military, went to rehab, or went to jail. That means the ones that are left are fucking survivors. So for as many changes in music and style and culture that you think you've been through in the last 50 years, they've been through the most. Also, mental illness wasn't uh, trendy back then. So uh, any kind of mental illness that they had, they usually didn't get any treatment for it. So they had to learn how to cope with it themselves. Medications weren't as delicate or as effective back then. And that leaves you with some very fucking interesting people. Get yourself a Gen X friend, but they'll probably just tell you to fuck off. (laughs) <laughs> most likely <laughs> i uh i like i said i ran across that the other day and i was dying i was like that is so fucking true and when you sent so it to true. me i was like oh my god that is so true <laughs> well well we have hit we've actually surpassed our hour mark today so i'm going to wrap it up um so we can get this uploaded tonight and um yeah so let's get the housekeeping back because i did say i'd say it again you can track us down on Facebook at facebook.com slash BJ and coffee. You can find us on Twitter at coffee underscore BJ. You can find us on YouTube by searching BJ and coffee. And uh, you can e- actually email us at BJ and coffee at gmail.com. Um, we're available audio wise on most of your regular podcast outlets. And uh, yeah, if you, if you want to view our ugly mugs, just pop over to YouTube and check us out there. Otherwise, keep listening, and we won't assault all of your senses. <laughs> that is so very true. Well, <laughs> uh, but I, you know, that'll wrap it up for this week. So we'll be back again next week, as long as our schedules don't get eight kinds of fucked again. And um, I think, hang on, where's where's my calendar? Because uh, you're, on, you're going on vacation. Yes, I may still, depending on what's going on. Uh, one, two. I would enjoy your vacation. I wouldn't worry about doing your doing the podcast if we miss a week because of vacation. Well, I'm, gonna have, to it. I'm gonna have my laptop with me and some stuff with me anyway. 
So just for, for other purposes, no, not adult films. <laughs> You're at, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, oh, exactly. That's why it's not getting recorded. Um, no, because I, <laughs> I intend to do. That's what, he's, um, that's what he's telling us. Well, I actually intend. But that's to not do what some, he's. Um, but that's not what he's telling Pornhub right now when he's got a deal right oh, now. I don't know. I, I actually <laughs> intend to do some videos on some of the food because we're definitely while we're out there, we're definitely going to be doing some uh, food stuff because I, I'm such a damn foodie. It's ridiculous, and I need to get the ideas to bring back and you know turn into videos here at home. Well, uh, if you get, if you, you got know, the money, stop the health kitchen, will you? <sighs> We've been debating that, but I, I'm. It depends. I we're looking into that. It's one of the places we're talking about, but it, it's just everything we've seen on it. It doesn't seem like it's all cracked up to be. So we haven't decided yet. Oh, but, but anyway, until next week, talk to one another, enlarge your outlook on the world, and be kind to one another. And Bill, yeah, you know, I'm going to say real fast about the whole vaccine thing, real quick. Um, if you're vaccinated or you're not vaccinated. Everybody has a choice in life. After all, we're all Americans. Stop freaking going and slandering each other because one's vaccinated and the other person isn't. Yeah, it's a personal choice. It doesn't fucking matter which way you choose. You know, that's your choice and nobody should belittle you for it. So all I'm going to say is we're Americans. Respect each other. Exactly. And on that note, have a great week. Oh, Jesus. We'll see you guys next week.